Okay, amigos and amigas, welcome to Confidence at la Madre, the podcast. My name is Sylvia Brands, and I am your self-trust and confidence coach, encouraging you to live life at la Madre. That's what I do. That's what I does. And I know that it's Friday night and I feel all right. And I know I'm late. I'm going to be really honest and super transparent. I am trying to figure out the best day to put my podcast episodes out just because I do have some back-to-back clients Monday. So sometimes I run short on time before Charlie gets home. So the new drop date might be Wednesdays. I'll solidify that next week because I have a plan in place to see if I can nail it Mondays by my preparation that happens Sunday or it'll drop Wednesdays from here on out. So that will be determined next week, but thank you for rocking and rolling with me. I appreciate it. Um, it's June. We're in June. What's today? June 9th, guys. Uh, first day of summer is June 22nd. And let me tell you, it's already summer vibes. This is the summer of confidence. And y'all, I still have a couple of openings to take on some one-to-one clients. And I am talking to you directly. If you binge my podcast, if you watch my stories, if you consume my Instagram grid, it's time to work together. And what I really love is that I just had a clarity call with someone and I won't say who it is just for NDA purposes, but, um, I had a clarity call with someone and she was describing what specific place she was in of her life that made her feel like, okay, she's ready to work together and she was in a space where she's like, no, I know I'm to work, supposed to work with Sylvia Brands. And it's so interesting because it was very similar to the response I give when people ask me, hey, what is a life coach? What is, what is, when you say self-trust and confidence coach, what does that mean? And I tell people all the time, long story short, I am the what now. When you're in a space of a crossroad, when you're in a space where you feel like you're standing at a door and you're trying to get to the other side, that is your what now moment. And that is where I come in because you're asking yourself what now, or you're in a space where that thing that you're constantly thinking about won't leave you alone. Or you're in a space where you're relearning the same lesson over and over and over again that keeps presenting itself, but you don't master it because again, you might need some support. You might need some guidance to move you through. Because again, God, the universe, whatever it is that you believe in is going to keep sending you opportunities to master that lesson because you're supposed to learn from it. And so I always tell people, I am the what now. So if you're in that space, then this absolutely probably is your summer of confidence and it's time for you to take action now. I work with my one-to-one clients for three months and my program premise 
program promise dead is clarity to action in 90 days, self-trust and confidence in 90 days. Because I believe that self-trust is the backbone to everything and confidence is a feeling that flows in and out of you once you activate it. Which brings me to today. Today, I, okay, so I I mentioned on the last podcast that we were actually supposed to talk about something else today, but this episode kind of has to shortcut the line just because I've been consistently having this conversation with people and I've been coaching clients on it. I have been answering DMs about it. And so I felt like it needed to shortcut because somebody needs to hear this today. Just like I've been approached about it to, to coach people on it, I felt like it was necessary to share this with you too. Like it was in my heart. And I want you to know like this is deep inside to what I share with my clients that work with me directly. And again, I don't gatekeep, but I want you to know that this podcast is how I continue to serve my community. But if you're like, damn, this podcast is so fucking good. I can't imagine what coaching would be like with her. Then book the clarity call sister. It's time to get to work. Okay. So today's podcast, I don't know what I'm going to title it yet, but it's going to be about projections. And you might be already thinking to yourself, projections, what the fuck is that? Okay, let me tell you. Projections are the thing that people project. So for example, um, it's their own expectations that they project onto you. So for example, and a lot of the examples that I'm going to use because our most common ones are like our mom, our parents, our extended family members, the tia who comes every holiday and it says like, like how's the boyfriend? Or um, are you still working on your little business? Again, with the passive aggressiveness, right? Okay, so going back to the, the definition itself, projections are expectations that somebody else has for you and they project onto you. Okay. Expectations are already something that people expect of you. And it's so interesting because like I use the word expectations when I work with my clients or when I'm planning an event. As a matter of fact, that's a word I just use, which, oh my gosh, side note, guys, a live event is coming. I can't give any details yet, but I'm really excited. Um, so if you're local to Phoenix, get ready. It's going to be really fucking good. Um, but expectations is a word I like to use, but only with yourself. But it's interesting because culturally and in society and just in general, people are great projectors. Like they enjoy a good projection of their expectations for you. And let me give you an example. So for me, a solid projection would be the expectations my parents have for me. 
And again, because I am the analogy queen, you know I already have a good S analogy for this. So the word projections, I just pretty much expanded on that. I want you to now think about it like a projector. Does everybody know what a projector is? Okay, a projector is... um, One, remember when we were in grade school and they used like the actual projector where it's like a lamp kind of that magnifies onto like the board and then they use like those clear sheet and dry erase markers to teach us like math or like sight words or whatever. I just aged myself, but 90s baby and I literally don't give a fuck. Okay, that's one version of a projector. But a projector that you might not know, that you might know very well and be very, like, aware of and just it's very common is the projector in a movie theater the projector that has film in it to project onto the big screen and give you your movie right okay so with that being said this is your analogy i want you to take a second while we're on this podcast together Because you already know I'm your passenger bestie while you're doing the dishes or cleaning up or driving to work or school, etc. And I want you to take a second and think about the people who always are really hard on you about what you do, about what you don't do, about the way you do it. Um, Maybe they don't agree with a relationship that you're in. Maybe they don't agree with your personal lifestyle. Maybe they don't agree with, I I don't know, but I know that I've already given you enough examples and your mind is racing right now. And you can literally visualize every single person who is like, I don't agree with this. Why do you do that? Why do you do this? Why do you live like that? Why do you do that? Why do you parent this way? Okay. Those are projections because the reason they ask those type of questions or make that kind of commentary is because they have a solid expectation of the way you should be doing something or the way you should be saying something or the way you should be living. And so they decide This is my expectation of you, and I'm going to continue to project that onto you. And this is where the analogy kicks in. This is where I come in. That projection kicks on every single time you come in contact with that person. And you already most likely know what projection it's going to be. And this is where my analogy comes in. When you come in contact with that person, it's like going to the movies. And what what is the routine of going to the movies? I mean, don't get me wrong. I got pregnant during the panini. And so um, I was totally going to live my best life when I was pregnant. But uh, yeah, that didn't work out for me. And now that I have a kid, I go maybe once a year to the movies. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think the last movie I saw with Drake. Oh, we went to go see Creed. That's right. Because I was really annoying. And after the movie, I was like, 
um, shadow boxing everything. Anyways, the routine of going to a movie is you decide already that you're going to go. You choose the movie, you pay for the movie, and you voluntarily walk in, sit down, and watch the projection on that live screen. And you sit for the entire duration of that movie. But here's the only difference, because again, I'm applying this analogy metaphorically. There is no one that comes into that movie and forces you to stay during the entire thing, right? Because again, it's free will. You came and paid for it, but you can leave anytime you want. If there's a crying baby, you can get up and leave. If you decide the movie sucks, you can get up and leave. If it's too cold or somebody won't stop talking, etc., whatever it is, you can decide and get up and leave. Well, let me tell you something. The projection you're receiving from that person who has such high expectations for you that you almost always don't agree with most of the time, you have free will to get up and leave. Maybe not that situation in the physical form, but I mean it in the metaphorical form. For example, and I'm going to apply it to myself. When I decided to leave my nine to five, the biggest things my parents said were, why? You went to college. You have a whole ass degree. You have a good job. Da, 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 all the things. That paycheck comes bi-weekly. It's stable. It's consistent. And I know you're already, I, I know you know what they said. Okay. Okay. That was a projection and the expectation my parents put on for me. But at the end of the day, It was always my decision of was I going to willingly accept the projection, pay for that ticket, walk into that theater and sit for the entire duration of that projection that my parents had for me. Because guess what? That projection, that film isn't real you can get up at any time you can decide this shit isn't for me and leave you get to choose if you're going to accept that as a belief or you're going to reject it and say this isn't real this doesn't apply to me And again, this is an expectation that's committed to misunderstanding me. 
And I want you to take it a step forward because I already know what you're thinking. Well, if it's family member, it's not that easy to let it go. Or if it's a family member, it's not that easy to just like put a boundary up or um, have a conversation about it. Or like, how can I not accept it? It's my parents. How can I not accept it? It's my mom. How can I not accept it? It's the person who raised me. But the thing is, is that even though most of the time it's people who love you and who are hardwired to be down for you, I want you to understand that a lot of times that specific generation or that piece of our culture only knows how to show scared support. And I've talked about this before. I can't remember if it's on a podcast or just like on IG, but sometimes that's the only thing that they know how to offer. They want to be down because they love you, but they're scared shitless because this evolved version of you is very triggering for them to watch. And they don't know how to equip you or support you in the unlearning that you're doing, in the evolving that you're doing, in the growth that you're experiencing, and the success that is already on its way to you. Why? Because it didn't come in a package like that for them. But again, the work is in not accepting the projection. The work is in practicing really regulating your mind and those thoughts and those emotions before you get into that movie theater of projections. Because again, what does a movie do? It activates a lot of our senses and our brain and it makes us feel like we're captivated inside that it almost feels real. And just like I gave you my example of like, I went to go watch Creed. I'm one of those people who gets captivated because I'm very much an imagination person. I am the person who like, I watch Creed and I want to punch somebody in the face after. Ask my husband. I mean, I didn't punch him in the face, but he definitely shadow boxed like a crazy person. And he was like, please get away from me. I am the person who watches Harry Potter and I'm like, dude, let me get a stick from outside and it's fucking a wand. I am the person who, because I watched Toy Story when I was like eight years old or whenever the fuck that movie came out. In my heart of hearts, and I'm telling you a deep secret of mine, I know that when no one's home, everything and all of the inanimate objects in our house, they all fucking talk to each other. And you know who else taught me that? That movie, The Brave Little Toaster, where like the vacuum turns on and the toaster says, what's up? And like, I believe that shit. They have a fucking party when we are at work or when we're not home and we're at the grocery store. And I even tell my house sometimes like, dang, I'm always here, guys. I never give you guys a chance to talk. And I know you're laughing, 
But again, it proves my point that when you watch a movie, it captivates you. It makes you believe like, holy shit, this feels really real. Because again, it's activating synapses in our brain that makes us believe, yo, 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 this feels hella real. And it's the same thing with that projection. It feels so real. And the reason it feels so real is because it's coming from people that we are hardwired to just like DNA ways connect. And it's tied to so much emotion. And a lot of times it's connected with guilt and ego and pride and wanting to do the right thing. And again, activating like being a people pleaser and a perfectionist and wanting to do right and doing the good thing. And that guilt of like, my parents came here for a reason, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And when you're watching that projection that they play on that film for you, it feels like this is the real deal. And I literally can't get up from this movie theater. But that is the work. That is where you're supposed to activate your self-trust and trust yourself enough to know this is just a projection from someone else. But it doesn't mean that I have to accept it as my truth. And also recognize that a lot of times that projection plays and it's a representation of how that person is committed to misunderstanding you. Whether it's because they don't want to or because they can't. And that's a conversation we don't talk about enough. Because we get angry and we get frustrated because we want our families, the older generation, the tias, the extended, all of the things, even the bosses and the coworkers and the colleagues, whoever it is, we get frustrated because they won't understand us. They're committed to misunderstanding us. But what you have to ask yourself is, is it because they don't want to or they literally can't? And that's a part of it too, where we have to kind of stop and ask ourselves, am I projecting that they'll accept me? Because at the end of the day, everyone has to rise to the occasion, but on their time. I left my nine to five and my dad still asks me "Mm, every two or three weeks if I'm going to go get a job. I love my dad to death. He is one of my best friends. And his projection is really strong because I love him so much. 
I know and understand through the work that my dad just doesn't have the capacity to fully immerse himself and understand that this is my life. But again, sometimes he can't do it because he literally can't. The only thing he knows how to offer me is scared support. So instead of fighting with him, I accept the fact that I know that I can't always go to him for specific kind of support and a specific kind of acceptance because he doesn't know how to give it. He's just not equipped with that. And that's okay. Because I just still have that door kind of open for him for the day and the time that he is able to. But I don't put any expectations on that because it's not my job to put that on him. But it is my job to choose for myself that his projection is one that I don't have to accept for me. I can love him and say, I'm not accepting this projection. I don't have to sit in this theater and watch the whole thing. And I understand that it's hard for you to understand what I'm doing. And those are the times where I really step into my self-trust and love myself through that. And that's the work. That's the work that I do with my clients. That's the foundation we build in self-trust. And that's where confidence grows from. Listen, we fucking got deep for a Friday night, okay? (laughs) And just a reminder, if you're ready to do the work, book a clarity call. No pasa nada energy. And again, this is the summer of confidence where this could be the summer that changes your life. But that's absolutely up to you. As always, just a super kind reminder that I would appreciate a rating, a review, and a subscription for this podcast so that it reaches more people. And the cherry on top, like the extra credit homework, would be if you shared it to a friend. Like you literally shared it and texted it to someone. Or you literally share it on your IG and you tag me. I don't take that shit lightly. It really does mean the world to me because I want to share this with everyone. This is what I do. And I'm so excited. There's so many good things coming. 
Um, I just don't have enough information to solidify it, but good things are coming, guys. But again, this is the Summer of Confidence. My name is Sylvia Brands. I'm a self-trust and confidence coach, encouraging you to live life a toda madre. See you on the next track.